last weekend in his homily, Deacon MJ referenced a quote used by Father Larry Richards in his book, Surrender. The quote was from Mother Teresa, and I have to admit that it struck me very powerfully, and it stuck with me all week, and I hope it sticks with me at least through the season of, of ordinary time and into Lent. The quote was, the fruit of prayer, or the fruit of silence is prayer, the fruit of prayer is faith, the fruit of faith is love, the fruit of love is service, the fruit of service is peace. I think that that's really what last weekend in John's gospel and this weekend in Mark's gospel, I think that's what the point that they're tr- the evangelists are trying to make. Last weekend in John's gospel, we had Jesus walking along the Jordan River when he makes his call to Peter and Andrews and, and James and John. Mark tells the exact same story, but he just uses a different location. He's walking along the Sea of Galilee. All four of the evangelists write what they know about Jesus and what they have seen and what they have heard in their own way so that they can talk to a particular audience. I know that throughout the years somebody will say, well, I heard you at the 5 o'clock mass last night and what you said on Sunday was totally different. Well, not totally, but there were probably some changes. One, I've had more time to think about it, but two, sometimes the Spirit just compels you to preach a little differently to hit a particular audience, a particular crowd of people. Regardless of the setting, it doesn't matter that much. In Mark's case, he tends to write to a, to a congregation, to a group of people that are just very human. And that's how he describes the disciples who eventually become apostles throughout the scriptures. They're just as human as you and I are. He doesn't put them up on a pedestal. He doesn't make them saints before their time. They're simply men who are sinful. And Peter even acknowledges that later in Mark's gospel. He says, I am a sinful man. So I wonder, what was it, if, if we could have a conversation with Peter and Andrew and James and John today and ask them the question, what made you drop everything and walk away from your business, your family, your livelihood and follow Jesus? What made you do that? I wonder what the answer would be. Because Jesus extends that exact same invitation to each of us every day of our lives. Come, follow me. Be my disciple. And sometimes we respond very quickly. Other times we might drag our feet just a little. And I don't know that he's asked any of us to give up everything that we have to be his disciple like the first four to twelve did. 
the, the answer might be they thought that this Jesus that had just walked by them was going to make them officers or uh, give them governorships in a new earthly kingdom. It might be that they just simply saw something different in his approach. That there was a light, a joy, a peace about him that they at least wanted to get to know him a little better. It might have been the call to repentance. Repent and believe in the gospel. The kingdom of God is at, at hand. Whatever it was, it moved them deeply and they responded with gusto. They messed it up along the way. We know from the four evangelists that, uh, you know, right before the crucifixion, Judas and Peter both failed, hugely. But that didn't bring an end to the good work that they were still to do, except for Judas. So when Jesus calls to you today, and says, come, follow me. How will you respond, and why?